Hashtag Verse TV Week 149. In my mind, part four. And this is coming from Mr. Ace Metaphor himself. Yo, it'd be so much easier to leave these toxic people if they was like toxic 24-7. Like, like th th there was no smiles. Like, no good times. No great sex here and there. No, I promise I'm going to change. I'm going to do better. No bargaining. No them telling us that we are the best thing that ever happened to them. No, what am I going to do without you? No, please forgive me. No, for a little bit. Things are perfect. No flowers, no showering with gifts, no roller coaster, no laughs. Be so easy to leave a person like that. But it's not that way. Five days of the week, sometimes they could be the best people in the world, but you got to understand, five days a week ain't healthy. I need you to be healthy seven days a week. Abusing me here and there is no longer tolerant. I need zero abuse. And if you can't give me that, I got to bounce, period. No matter how Yo, it'd be so much easier to leave. Okay. Yeah. And. Yo, it'd ah. be so much easier to leave these. All right. There's always a little bit of a delay. But that was that topic. And. This topic actually had an additional question in addition to the regular in my mind questions. Physical abuse is always an inexcusable no. True. The additional question is, is it that the person is a toxic person or is it that the connection that you formed together is what's toxic or is it both you know i'm a gemini <laughs> and when can you tell and three two one all right i am looking forward to this topic and as i said physical abuse is always inexcusable period cut the cord done now ultimately toxic connection oh. ultimately like is it a toxic connection because I don't like the idea of calling somebody a toxic person I, I feel that it's a toxic connection between the two of you I don't like calling a person a toxic person because in this in my mind I received that the same way as calling a kid a bad kid or calling a dog a bad dog or a bad cat or something like that. And maybe if that being, that human, that animal was in a better in environment or had somebody who was a better connection for them, they would act differently. Now, should you get out of a situation that you, the bond you all have formed is toxic? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, okay, I say yeah so easily. Uh, if you can't work it out, yeah, you know? And 
if but I, I I don't think that, that means you should call your friends and say, hey, so and so is toxic. Do not give him a chance. No, because the bond that you formed with him might have created something toxic in your chemistry, but that doesn't necessarily mean it will be something toxic for somebody else. Now, are there troubled people out there who have troubled situations and approach things like a troubled person? Yes, you know, and, but that also comes down to the, uh, a bad dog. Eh, It's an issue of connecting with the person in a way that they connect with you. You know, is the person bad for you? Maybe, so move on, you know? But I, I, I'm not going to say they're a bad human being. Done. And next is Chrissy Marie. You know, Aaron, uh, just, just give me a second to collect because I just got distracted. Uh, I had like when you said it immediately, like asked the questions immediately, I had like this whole soliloquy, no lie. <laughs> so now I'm just like, I was listening to what you were saying, taking it into account because it's a little bit different than what I would say. In my mind, after hearing, uh, Jeez, oh, I forgot even what physical abuse is always an ex- inexcusable no question. Is that the person? Is it that the person is the toxic person, or is it the connection you form together that's toxic, or both? When can you tell? Uh, that's um. Those aren't really simple questions, even though they're they're simple, simply asked. Um, is is it that the person is a toxic person? Um, maybe it, it could be. I mean, there's so many variables here. Um, with two people who share a dynamic, you know, like it's <laughs> they create a dynamic together regardless if they're compatible or not. So, you know, it's, is it that the person is a toxic person? What's considered toxic? Because some people are okay with some things and some people are not okay with some things. So is it toxic? That you like a certain type of thing that you really, really, really like and you just can't like really like continue to be attracted to or connected to this person without? Hmm. I don't know the answer to that question. I'm just going to say that's my answer. Um, whereas the connection that you form together, is, is that toxic? The connection that you form together? I mean, what's considered toxic? Like physical, yeah, some people like that. Some people like to be spanked and shit. Excuse me, pardon me, YouTube, for saying 
a crash word, forgive me. But I'm saying, some people like that. Some people like certain things. You know, and that's all goes back to communication. How is it toxic if it's something you like? You know, if it's not something you like, then it's definitely abuse and toxic. <laughs> so that's my answer. I don't think I should talk anymore. <laughs> all right, Mike Henderson. Well, I would disagree with. Uh the part about uh like the comparison of like a dog and a child because whoever you're with is not there to train you or raise you they're there to be your partner is equals um i'm not the best person to ask about relationships but uh even just like i've had like toxic friendships or you know not necessarily physical abuse but it could be just you know with the person who maybe is taking advantage of you or something like that but if you're in like in a physically abusive relationship, like a true abusive relationship, I don't view that as something that is only caused by the relationship itself. It could be that person is toxic. Um, I, I seriously doubt if they moved on to the next person with that history, that they're all of a sudden not gonna put their hands on that next person. Um, so there's something going on. Uh, and to, I think to, say that it's the relationship that's toxic that's it's, it's kind of is blaming the victim in a sense uh, because it's it's they're 50 50 and it's saying hey this person contributed to that particular physical abuse part of the toxicness um for either tolerating it or um you know being meek or encouraging it so to speak not that it's ever justified but at the same time there is something going on with the, someone who would dare uh, go that route with someone they supposedly love and care about. And really, can you unlearn that once you move on to the next relationship? Yeah, I doubt it. And if it's known that new person knows about your history, they will right, right, rightfully run for the hills, <laughs> so to speak. So that's all they have to say about it. Kevin? As they should, they should keep the Nike strap for real. Yeah, um, with well, guess you could say in particular, I'm talking about toxic relationships. I do not know, nor have I ever agreed with that. Um. Either side shouldn't be touching the other in a harming way. Like, a uh, prime example, and I often go back to this. Back in 08, uh, a friend of mine back in 08, she was more or less shot and killed by her baby's father and that relationship was kind of toxic I think it started from any type of physical abuse which I don't agree with either that should never 
ever be tolerated. I don't care if y'all got kids together. And yeah, that's my opinion. All right. And rounding this out, our final topic, we'll call this the diva section. And this is coming from none other than beautiful, elegant diva. Well, let me make this perfectly clear. <clears throat> I think seduction has to take place on both parts. Now, if you are coming from the office, Oh, yeah, I want to be seduced just as much as I as I enjoy seducing. One. Oh, right. So for me, starting my timer, I think that yes, both should seduce. I I I agree with Diane Carroll, and that's who was just speaking. Diane Carroll. Yes, both partners are responsible for seducing. I did also want to add, if my if my future husband is out there watching, you know, FYI, I actually love the security of routine. I think it kind of goes back to my childhood. Like I used to have a really set routine with my mom and everything. Like after school, it would be X, Y, Z and I, I, I just loved it. So I love the security of routine. And I can be off the game of being fun and spontaneous and, you know, seduce, remembering to seduce my husband after a certain, uh, at a certain time during whenever, you know, whatever. And if it matters to my husband, then hopefully he can remind me to put it in my, because it's, it's gonna sound so not sexy, not spontaneous, but to just put in my mind to a couple of days, whenever, like, I don't know how much you would want it, like once a month or, once a quarter, I don't know, you know, but just put in my mind to do something like that. And then, you know, TBT, I would put it, mark it down in my calendar that I'm, today is seduction day, seduce my husband, you know, I, and I, I would have to make a, a special thing of it, but I will I will put in that effort to make sure that happens for my partner. And I say partner going to the point of being my husband. Okay. So that's just me. All right. And yes. So, so just work with me, Daquel uh, or Kamau, wherever you are, whoever you are. Okay. Anyway, next. So, 
Yeah, uh, I like. Uh, oh, you want to pick someone? Because if you want to pick the order, I'm all right with that too. Because I know what I want to say. So go right ahead. Oh, okay. Um, well, uh, Mike, are are you ready? Or, or Chrissy? Either one of y'all. I'll pass if you want to go, Chrissy. Yeah, sure. So, like, yeah, um, it's a def definitely a reciprocal activity to, you know, the seduction part. Um, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I, the label that for me, like, I consider myself a sapiosexual, like, I'm attracted to intelligence. Um, and yes, uh, routine is definitely something that's um, uh, very sexy. It's very attractive because it's like a responsible, intelligent thing. So um, I agree with you there, Aaron. Um, even though I'm, I'm an artist at heart, so spontaneity is too. So uh, it's you know, as a reciprocal activity as far as um, as that's concerned. And and I, I just I just love Diane Carroll. She's so like sophisticated and classy and you know, she just delivers lady. And I love that. And I she was one of the people that I one of the artists that I've admired. Um so I'm really happy that you like used her as a reference in this because seduction is something that is not gender exclusive. And um, I, I may, I don't know, I kind of feel like I'm missing some information about Diane Carroll. I have to, you know, look into that as far as her history. But as far as her music, and her, you know, physical appearance and, you know, her sultry type of vibe. Yeah, she definitely vibes diva, definitely. And I love that. I love that as a woman and a lady, you know, I, I wear many hats, you know, I was born a woman and so I get it. You know, and um, I just, I just love, see, Aaron, see, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait to talk to you. That's, you know, that's why we vibe so well, for real. That's my answer. I'm going to stop right there. We're going to save some time here. All right. And Kevin or Michael. Whoever wants to go next and whoever wants to go last. Um, I guess I'll go just as far as yeah, keeping the line of, I guess you could be friends, but also keeping that reminder that you're more than that. I think that has to be constantly reinforced. And upon first meeting too, it's no one, it would be nice to have some sense that people have the same intention right away. Life is too short you know, to play hard to get, <laughs> uh, just get right to the point and make it clear. And that 
saves a lot of wasted back and forth. And uh, yeah, I just, I think I agree with Christy, it's very important part to maintain and a part to establish and definitely uh, makes that, that definition more solid, like where you stand, that you're not just hanging out. Solid, that's one of my favorite words. Right now, can I, is it too much to talk about being aromantic or is, should I not say that? I think it was said, but I, I don't know. I, I think that makes a very interesting uh, perspective. Well, I don't have anywhere to be until like I get up whenever I wake up. So I don't know about everyone else. I can't speak for anyone else. But whenever I wake up, uh, usually when I wake up, I have things to do and I'm going to do them. But um, I'm not. I, let's talk about it if everyone else wants to discuss. Well, I, I, like two, I two, three minutes a piece for a romantic. No. So so I'm, I'm not changing the topic. I'm just asking without being obvious because we're on live. But mm -hmm. wait, and technically we shouldn't be on live anymore, but whatever. Oh, my gosh. Why not? Whatever. The, the whole yeah, thing is going to be on let's live. Keep live. Let's keep so, it live. Um, let's keep it live and talk about uh -oh. a romantic if that's what you want. Or no, so the only thing I'm saying is I found it interesting how you brought it to a friendship part about connecting with your friends. And it's interesting how you did that perspective. Anyway, did you want to say something else, Mike, or Kevin, do you want to go now? Uh uh, oh, uh, just uh, quickly, uh, it's, as far as from it, aromantic, it's, uh, to me, I, I have been on the receiving side of people putting their best effort forth, um, and you feel bad that you can't reciprocate, or you, you just don't feel naturally uh, able to reciprocate. Uh, even though that person could be the most attractive person in the world, you you just don't have, that's not how your brain is wired. Um, so it's, it, it is, well, I guess, like, you know, gay or straight, and you're trying to connect with the opposite sex. Uh, it's not a sexual thing. It's like, in terms of aromantic is, uh, you know, the relationship uh, part or the the need to, for companionship. It is, it is difficult. And it, you know, no matter how hard, hard you try, it's you uh, and you don't want to disappoint people. And that's the biggest that's the biggest part of it. So it, it takes a lot of learning um, about yourself. You know, everybody's convinced that, oh, just you meet the right person, just like they say to it, like a gay person. <laughs> oh, you, you just haven't met the right one. So we get the same aromantics, get the same comments. So it's, it's just about knowing about yourself. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's tough but you have to be sure of who you are and make it clear. And I mentioned time is too short to waste about with the ambiguity, just be clear about what your intentions are. 
and uh, people can deal with you the way they want. That's all I have to say about that. Now, I, I really hope you, you don't feel that I put you on the spot or anything. I, I, I just think it's interesting to acknowledge the different perspective because that's the whole point of Verse TV, to represent mm-hmm. many different perspectives on things. Well, I, I think it's important. I, I actually like sharing it because it helps people understand a lot of It's a relatively new term, even though the obviously the mentality has been around, the concept has been around forever. It's just that people would, or would be very dismissive and they would think, oh, you just haven't met the right person or what's wrong with you. Um, those are questions you ask yourself your whole life. But I just hope any chance that I get to help people understand is more than welcome. So I, I'm not on the spot at all. Thank you very Thanks much. Thank you for your concern. <laughs> All right. And Kevin, closing this topic and the last topic of the day. In general, I think any, well, for the most part, most um, good relationships have a basis in friendship. Not always, but sometimes and it's like if both parties keep the lines of communication open oh it should work out now now that's your perspective on the diane carroll seduction thing um yeah you could say that All right. And now we are going ahead and we're going to close up the week 149. And we will do the the same round robin that we did for the intro. uh, And I will actually close us out with the closing. Now, Jasmine, did did you want to give your information too? Hey guys, uh, good night. Um, my my name is Jasmine from Houston. You can find me on Instagram, Pretty Creole Girl, YouTube, um, Justin Jazzy, and Facebook, Jasmine Gary Glasper. Great discussion and night, guys. All right, have a good night, Jasmine. And next is you know we'll mix it up. Kevin. All right. Yeah, this is Kevin. I could be found on uh, Twitter, even though I really use it, under the same name, basic complexity, but no space or underscore, just all merged into one name. And also, um, I'll then forget this, but TikTok. Also, um, if I'm not mistaken, that is also same name, basic complexity. I don't think there's a space. All right, and Christy Marie. 
right. This is Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Chrissy Marie, C H R I, capital S, capital E, capital E, capital M, A R I E, and uh, Facebook at Christine Shields, S H I E L D S. And Mike Henderson. Mike Henderson, as I mentioned earlier, I'm the organizer of Black Gay International Travelers. You can find us on Facebook. You can also find my personal profile, Mike Henderson, on Facebook, and also my new website, thebagcollective.org, B-A-G, collective.org. I had a great time. Thanks a lot, Aaron and Christy and Kevin. All right, and yes, I'm Aaron Mack. This has been week 149 of Hashtag Verse TV. You can find us everywhere at Hashtag V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. You can also go to the website, www.verstav.com. Thank you all very much. And we will see you all next time. Have a good night. Social media family. Bye, guys. Hashtag Verse TV. Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin from Philadelphia. Mike Henderson from Los Angeles. Hashtag Burst TV. Hashtag Burst TV. Week 149.